Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Gooby, here with another installment of Show Us Your TDs. It's beginning of October, and fantasy owners are in full swing setting up their lineups and trading players away. As always, I'm here with the milk chocolate. Melky, how you doing? The milk chocolate that melts in your mouth and not in your hands, boy. <laughs> I'm in the building. Everything was well until my bubble burst Sunday. But you'll have to find out just in a few. Really? The Goobs, how are you doing, buddy? I'm chilling, you know, you know, doing the same old me every single day. But yeah, man, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to get the show on the road. I see you're in a Mortal Kombat shirt. Are you uh, trying to test your might? I could be. I could be. Anybody, <laughs> anybody want a challenge? Man. Bring it on. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But folks, we have a special guest for you. A man you're going to be hearing over the airwaves for years to come. The original Bengals fan and the jack of all trades. And he's popping his podcast, Jerry, on this show right now. What? It's Matt Miller. What it do, baby? Yahoo! How's it going, guys? Happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, we're stoked that you're here, man. Well, you and I have been talking about this for a while. And folks, he knows his football, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Or at least I think I know my football. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. I think we all think we know our football. And then we talk our fantasy teams and we're like, we know nothing about football. Yeah, and then it just all comes out. If you knew my roster, you would you would know I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> but before we uh, jump into our fantasies, uh, Matt, tell people, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you and I know each other, your love of the game. Let's hear it. Well, I'm... Matt Miller, as you heard, I go to school with Melky. Uh, we're in the radio broadcasting program at a certain college that starts with an H. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it, so I'm just not going to. Um, <laughs> other than that, my love of football started, oh man, I was a late bloomer into football. I got into football, what, nine years ago? Uh, one of my ex-girlfriend's friends was really into it. We can probably edit that part out, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no edits here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, I got into it. A friend of mine got me into it last. Uh, I would say about ten years ago, and man, I never looked back. I haven't. I haven't not watched a game on a Sunday since. Like a religion, right? Yeah, like I, I got my like my fantasy football stuff out. It's like the Bible, you know. I, I do my little my prayers to uh, the the God of football, uh, Joey Burr. <laughs> no, the God of football is Josh Allen. I'm telling you right now, Lord and Savior, right there. Not not the original God. <laughs> I have to, I have to go through him en route to a Super Bowl. So can somebody just you know clip him at the knee? Like don't don't want him to like get hurt in his career, but like just. Miss a couple games. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> got another date with the uh, with the Dolphins, so maybe maybe they pull something out of their uh, fins. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's not talk any more uh, gibberish. Let's get into what we're really here for, and that's fantasy football, guys. And Gooby, what's up? 
I'm going to start with you because I think you have some exciting news. So let's hear it. Yeah, man. 0-4. What do you What do you know? No, I'm kidding, guys. I finally got my W. I'm one and three. I won 148 to 123. Uh, I'm just happy to see it, man. Like I was shooting low numbers. I think under 100 on a couple of them. So I'm happy to see my team back in action so let's give some shout outs matthew stafford you suck Damn! i don't know why i have you but i well i do know why i have you just because all the other quarterbacks on the freaking waiver wire are terrible so i'm gonna have to stick with you but aj brown 12 points cd lamb 18 points t higgins 21 points and your boy austin eckler coming back from the dead 31 points thank you very much uh guys i told you last week or actually i might have not said it on the podcast but i said it in the group chat i was gonna start tony pollard and i said he's gonna do shit all and guess what he got one point so i was correct <laughs> but i had to start him because he was getting like 10 points a game so you know what i'm happy i got my win i'm one and three in both my leagues uh so yeah no i'm 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 ecstatic i got the win i got the w and that's all that matters to me so milk you want me uh, you want me to go on my uh on my like like little party now like little streamers everywhere and i mean you're are you gonna really celebrate after just one win it took you four weeks to get a win <laughs> yeah man four weeks man that's all it takes that's all it takes what for you to go on a run yes sir i'm gonna go undefeated now yeah, I don't think so. Uh, and to go back to your Tony Pollard uh, rebuttal, you mentioned it on last week's ep- or last week's episode. Yeah, and I told you don't do it if uh, Cook isn't playing, so you kind of didn't have a choice. Yeah, well, I mean, I could I could start Cam Akers, but guess what? Cam Akers did the exact same thing, thing one point three points. So <laughs> I yep. could have done Jeff Jeff Wilson Jr. though. He put up thirteen. So fair enough. So all right, let's go to our guest matt i know you're in a few leagues but uh lay it down for us how, how did you do last week so in one of my leagues i remain undefeated uh that's actually one i was talking to you about the one where i drafted last uh i got really lucky though because like i was up against it this guy had some major starters and they all dropped like goose eggs on them and i was yeah well we won't get into that one we'll go into my main one where i'm three and one shockingly so we're talking my roster here i had no picks i had to wait till like the mid second round to make a pick so i had to like i was driving while i did it (laughs) i drafted trevor lawrence with my first pick oh what was i thinking (laughs) but somehow he managed to turn it around and i stacked him with christian kirk so like They've been pretty good for me this week. They kind of, you know, it wasn't a fun week for me. Let's just put it that way. Let's just say I earned that loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was back to it was back to reality. I uh, think for both because I got Christian Kirk as well. Sorry, guys. And uh, it was a oh, it was a bad game for the Jags, but we'll talk about that later, guys. Yeah. So, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing that Josh Jacobs or uh, Cooper Cup tried could save my team this week. Absolutely nothing. How uh, did so? So you lost this week? Oh yeah. Well, what was Badly. the point total? Uh, hold on. I think it was like, dude. I think I won. I think I lost by like a hundred points. 
Like, no. You're gonna make me. You're gonna make me live this. No, I think no I lost. Chance I lose by a hundred points. If you lose by a hundred points, that's that's just bad. So this league's a super deep league. So the scores might shock you. Uh, I lost two hundred and twenty-four point eighty-five to one seventy-nine point thirty-six. Okay. I got I got a royal beatdown. Actually, it was it was really just um, Cooper Cup that saved me. Now, because otherwise, pretty, I was losing. The point totals I'm a little confused on because that's a lot of points. Yeah, we run real deep. We get like bonus points for like everything. I don't. It's so deep that I don't even know the actual scoring format anymore. It changes every year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got knocked. You got knocked on your ass like two. I did on Thursday, but oh. Fuck. oh. My boys did some damage there. Yeah, I feel kind of bad. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, Melk, yes, what's what's going on with you? Well, I did mention my bubble burst on Sunday, and I got beat down too. I mean, not quite like Matt, but I Gooby called it. He put that bad juju vibe out there, <laughs> saying I was going to lose, and another undefeated person in losses ended up getting his first win as well at my expense i ended up losing to the cook show 153 to 126 who would have thought that the lions would put up so many points and hawkinson in general like yeah 36 piece and some of his other guys but you know what it's fine but i i'm gonna have to be calling out some names and i'm gonna do that right now like matt alluded to christian kirk Bro, you had a touchdown in your grasp and you ran away from the ball. Like, come on. Killing me softly. Najee Harris, man, you've just been pitiful this season. And you know what sucked? He had opportunities at the goal line and he couldn't get it done. So the the new QB, and we're going to really touch on this later, took all the goal line glories from Najee. Boo, fucking earns. And worst of all, Terry McLaurin, two points. You're supposed to be a stud wide receiver. And I know Carson Wentz was flaming garbage against our Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Another rush hour attack. (laughs) But you can do anything else. Like, come on, man. Killing me. And then Kittle, Kittle's been flaming garbage too, like for the last two seasons and the Pittsburgh defense. I don't even know why I bothered picking you up. I thought maybe you'd do something against the Jets, but sadly I was mistaken. Yeah. Hey, I know what's funny though is uh, there's a few I told you shows coming in this podcast. So uh, this is the first one. I told you so. You were going to lose. The other one will come later on. You called it and you know what it's funny the man that's only have one win is actually running his mouth right now but that's okay i'll let you have your moment hey man i got a win did you today or this week last week i have, two, I have two wins total how many do you have yeah but i'm saying last week did you win yeah <laughs> exactly i got the win i can be happy it's a new week brother so guys <laughs> okay let's talk about our upcoming matchups and matt why don't you start us off so I'm looking to bounce back this week, at least by the Yahoo projections standings. I'm looking to win 211 to 166. My quarterback matchup is Trevor Lawrence versus Daniel Jones. So I'm kind of foaming at the mouth for that one. Really? The only word for it is... Yeah. <laughs> Wide receivers, I've got Cooper Cup versus Brandon Cooks. Godwin 
that might change because I don't know if I trust him yet. I might be I might be slotting Dobbs in there against Gallup. And we got Kirk against DJ Moore, who, let's be honest, I'm not at all stressed about that. Yeah. Running backs, I got Mixon versus Eckler, so that's going to suck. Uh, Jacobs, my boy, against uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Tight ends, I got Mark Andrews versus Kittle. My flex, I was fortunate enough to make a mistake in my draft and accidentally draft Naeem Hines. Happy mistake, I think, right now. <laughs> I got, and then after that, I've got Khalil Hebert against Singletary and Njoku against Tannehill because I don't quite have a second QB yet. But I am working on getting that good old boy, Cooper Rush. Ooh, a rush attack. I like it. All right, I think you got a chance there. I think I think you have definitely a good chance there. And that Naheem Hines pickup, I mean, that, that that's luck of the draw right there. I don't know how long uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to be out for, but I mean, run it while you can. Got to do what you got to do. Yes, sir. That's just being on the ball. You're like you, uh, maybe you like intuition wise, you just knew Taylor was going to go down, and voila, Naheem Hines is going to be like a big factor for you. I think it was more I just dropped my phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Drafting the humans. I, I guess it'll work for for just now. <laughs> oh, I, I like your odds too, Matt. I, I think you're going to bounce right back and get into the win column once again. Right. I hope All so. All right. Well, you want me You want me to bring it home? Go for it. You know, we can't bring it home. I haven't gone yet, buddy. Yeah, but we know you're going to lose again, so it doesn't matter. I, I don't think so, because uh, the solution that uh, Matt has, it's also a problem against my against my opponent. So, all right, all right. Well, then I'll just keep it rolling. How about that? There you go. All right, all right, all right. I am projected to win, apparently. 127 oh. to 124. Uh, we got Matthew Stafford versus Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers is playing the Giants, so I'm going to lose that one. And Matthew Stafford's playing Dallas, and I think Dallas has a few tricks up their sleeve for him because he's been playing terrible. Uh, we got AJ Brown versus Jamar Chase. That's a wash because honestly, AJ Brown's playing Arizona. Jamar Chase is playing Baltimore. I think Baltimore's defense is pretty pretty stoked. So I mean, they dropped the ball the last couple of weeks. They did big leads. So I mean, it could be a feast for Jamar. Yeah. Maddie's agreeing because he loves it. Every word of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Though my bold prediction for the year was T. Higgins was going to outproduce Jamar Chase. Oh, snap. You you heard it here. I, I love my bold predictions in, in these uh, podcasts. So uh, let's keep it rolling with C.D. Lamb versus Pittman Jr. I love C.D. Lamb, so I'm going to give it to him. T. Higgins versus uh, Hollywood Brown. I'm going to give it to T. Higgins. Uh, I got Austin Eckler versus Saquon Barkley. We all know where that's going. Uh, I got Jeff Wilson Jr. versus uh, AJ Dillon. Tyler Higby versus Goddard. Yes, I got rid of Dalton Schultz. And I'm happy I did because he did a goose egg last week. He's hurt. Yeah. Well, he played last week, but he's still... He's hurt and he's been garbage. That's Dak's best friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I got uh, Garrett Wilson versus Drake London. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Two rookies against each other. And then I got Daniel Carlson versus Suckup. San Fran defense versus the Giants defense. Who the hell picks up the Giants defense? Someone who knows knows nothing about football. 
I like I just saw that. It's like if you guys could see my face right now, I am confused as fuck. <laughs> so honestly, I think I can take another one. I think I could go two and three this week. Melk, what do you what do you think? You're gonna lose big. Oh, You're boy. facing one of the top teams in the league. You're going down, buddy. Big right. That's what's happening. All right, Matt, what do you think? I don't know. I hear you're going against one of the top teams, and I don't like projections because even even though I'm projected to win by quite a substantial margin, I'm still there. Like I don't know, man. I could lose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, yeah, that's 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 it. That's that's what's going for me right now. I'm benching Cam Makers for the rest of the season. I might even drop him. Who knows? He may as well. He's been a bum the whole year. Actually, well, the entire uh, Rams running game has been a joke. So you, you guys wait till DeAndre Hopkins comes back and I start blowing people out of the water. He's not a running back. You can't play all your wide receivers. I could do whatever I want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have nobody at uh, running back for you and see how far that takes you. All right, Melk. <laughs> what do you got going for you this week? Oh, and by the way, the reason I want you to lose is because it's karma for what you said last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm uh, facing another top seed in the, our league, uh, playing Taylor Made. Projections are 130 to 135 in his favor. It's uh, Brady versus uh, the soon-to-be divorced Brady versus uh, Lamar Jackson, Cortland Sutton versus Mike Williams. Christian Kirk versus uh, Curtis. Is it Curtis Samuel? Yeah, Curtis Samuel yeah. from Washington. Uh, the rookie Chris Olave versus Mike Evans. Najee Harris versus Jamal Williams. Uh, Christian McCaffrey versus Daniel or Damian Pierce. Sorry, Damian. How dare you? Uh, George Kittle versus Travis Kelsey. Terry McLaurin versus Kareem Hunt. I've got the Jacksonville kicker Riley Patterson because I. Don't keep one kicker. I just shuffle through them because it's a fucking kicker against uh, Tyler Bass from Buffalo. And then rounding it off, I got the Buffalo defense and he's got the Jacksonville defense. Boys, how do you like my odds? Oh, and he has a Taylor, but because he's not playing, he can't use him. Guys, how do you like my uh, chances? Uh, I like your chances. I mean, even with Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor hasn't been doing much. Um, so I, I like your chances. Your wide receiver core is obviously better. And then, yeah, I mean, Chris McCaffrey, he's been staying healthy and he's been doing very well, uh, scoring double digits every week. So, yeah, I think you'll bounce back this week. Matt, what do you think? I think you got it. Once I heard that Jonathan Taylor was out, I was like, okay, it's in the bag. But, I mean, Goobs is right. What has he really done this year? Not that much. Like, the, just the Colts offense in general. Like, isn't Mo Ali Cox the gigantic human being that he is? And he's like their top option right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's Matt, he's Matty Ice's best friend right now. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I like it. I like it, guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping to get back in the wind column too and take uh, Taylor Mead down a peg or two because he's running his mouth right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know what? Let's talk about someone who's uh, down a peg or two. And I'm not trying to be, I'm not, I'm not trying to bring that segment into like, a, oh, yeah, someone's down a peg or two. This is terrible. Tua Tagovailoa, another concussion, and I don't give a shit. 
what the NFL or the Miami Dolphins say about his back from two weeks ago. He had a concussion. You shouldn't have played him. And now look what's happened. You could have you you might have ended this guy's career. I haven't heard much about what is going on. I know he's doing okay, but like, is that okay? for media standards or is that he's actually okay uh what do you guys think milk i'm just as horrid as you are this is absolutely insane the nfl should be ashamed i'm glad the one doctor was fired but i think more people need to be held account accountable this is a human person despite him being an athlete it's a human being and head trauma is no joke you're trying to cover it up with this whole back injury bullshit you can see in the Buffalo game, he hit his head. That, that wasn't his back. I mean, he landed on his back, but that was his head that bounced. And you're trying to cover it up to save your own ass? For shame. For shame. This this is unexcusable. Inexcusable, sorry. And I, I hope more comes out of this because this is a giant backlash that maybe the NFL doesn't get... Uh, doesn't, this is a, like a start of the NFL taking this seriously. Concussions are no joke, and... It's, it's a young man who could, like Gooby alluded to, could be out of football very shortly just because they were careless. Yeah. Matt, what's your take on this? Well, you know, now I'm a Bengals fan and like, I'm, I like, I don't even know what to say because I feel bad that we were the ones that did this to him. But shame on you, NFL, for not having the right people in. Like, it wasn't even that hard of a hit. No, and, uh, that's like, what, I was what happened. About. If, if he got hit any harder, this man could have died. Yep. All for what? For a game? Unreal. I can't believe that they put him in that spot. I can't. I, I, they should be ashamed of themselves. Miami, the organization, the NFL, all of them should be ashamed of themselves over this. The one thing is, is the NFL has been taking concussion protocol seriously to the point where you have to see multiple outside the NFL doctors to say, hey, you're good to go. So who are these doctors that are, you know, checking these guys out? Are they now like, I don't want to put speculation into this, but are these doctors being paid under the table going, tell them my player is good because we need him to win games. I was just going to say that it, but it's probably hush hush. They they're in a comp- compromisable uh, situation where do they want to lose their job for actually doing it correctly or do they want to continue being uh, at, the, at their position? So it's a very tough crossroads that you're at. So uh, it's still it's still inexcusable. The, you know what the most horrifying sight was? The way his fingers like twitched and curled up while he was on his back. That that will always be embedded in my head when I think of Tua. That to say, but I, I was horrified by that sight it was terrifying and um i was actually watching the game outside uh, on my back deck with my mom who's a nurse and so when that happened i thought okay they were talking about his back last week so maybe a spasm or something you know he, he his hands went like all crooked and whatnot and my said my mom's like no that's lack of oxygen to the brain and your your hand sees up and i was like wow a concussion then I'm like, I go back to the last or the week before and I'm like watching them stumble in my head. I'm like two concussions in pretty much a week. There's a problem and that that's deadly. So and like like Matt alluded to that you could end a life. 
it's not it's not good it's not it's not right and uh, I hope Tua can eventually play again if he wants to yeah. I just hope he doesn't play for Miami because it was just disrespectful of them to put him in that position yeah yeah, I would be looking to get out for sure. I mean, Miami's already under scrutiny for so much uh, bad play. I mean, their organization needs a whole revamp. Yeah, and then some. But uh, guys, uh, let's move to some positive news. Not right. necessarily positive for Gooby and I because they're in the no. But still, the Eagles stay perfect. They're not 4-0. They defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 29-21. Jalen Hurts had, I would say, pedestrian numbers, 204 passing yards, 36 rushing yards, and one rushing TD. And his counterpart, Lawrence, oh, God, probably his worst game of his career, 174 passing yards, two passing TDs, an INT, seven rushing yards, and four fumbles. (laughs) And the Eagles' defense, talk about being stacked from top to bottom. Four sacks, an INT, and four fumble recoveries. So, guys, I want to ask you both, and Matt, I want you to go first. Are the Eagles the best team in the NFL? So, me and you have been talking a lot throughout the year about football and a lot before my draft. And you know, in two of my leagues, uh, and it, the only reason it's only in two of my leagues is because the one is a keeper league and I didn't have a chance to get either one of them. Yeah. But the two absolute my guys this year were A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts for me. I think they are the real deal. I actually, in one of my leagues, drafted A.J. Brown over Cooper Cup because I'm that much of a believer in that stack. So I think these guys are absolutely for real. I just can't wait to see them when they... They haven't even fully hit their stride yet, I don't think. I can't wait till they do that. I think they're I think they're Super Bowl contenders. Say what? We all, uh, in our, in our uh, opening preseason podcast me and Melk agreed that the Eagles are definitely Super Bowl contenders um, and I am actually like you I was a huge believer in AJ Brown I loved him in Tennessee uh, I think I've had him three years in a row now in my fantasy leagues and my plan going into both my fantasy league was draft the top running back that I could at the time for number one and wait till AJ Brown comes to be next. And then I was going to go like Mark Andrews, but that, that went downhill. But other than that, I have, I have AJ Brown and I love him to death. Uh, and I think he's fantastic. I said, uh, not on the podcast, but to friends, he's going to be a top five wide receiver this year. Uh, yeah. So I'm a big believer in that. I hate to admit that the Eagles are good, but they're good and they're the real deal. They're a scary team right now. Offense is clicking, defense is clicking, coaching, head coaching is on par. And I think I feel like right now this reminds me, and we talked about it last week, Terrell Owens and Donovan McNabb. It reminds me of this team that went to the Super Bowl. Now they did lose, but there was a lot of scrutiny behind that. But this team reminds me a lot about that. And Matt, you hit it on the head. They haven't even hit their stride yet. Mm-hmm. Just beginning. So beware NFL. The Eagles are coming. All right. I got one more question. And I want you guys, uh, Melk first, then Matt, say the first thing that comes to mind. It's either a yes or a no. Do the Eagles stay perfect this year? No. No? Matt? No. No. Okay. Okay. They're going to have to hit somebody that can beat them. All right. All right. Yeah. So, you know what? I want to talk about something. 
And this is the second. I told you so. Isn't that right, Melk? Yeah, apparently you decided to get your toonie bets right this season. So I don't know. I don't know if this <laughs> falls, the sky's falling or we're actually dead and this isn't real. But yeah, go on. The second I told you so. The, the first one is last week when I said Miami was going to beat the Bills. Told you so. Double down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second I told you so was you were going to lose last week, which you, which you did. The third I told you so is the Jets beat the Steelers. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. All right, guys, the Jets won 24 to 20 against the Steelers. Zach Wilson back in action. Two, Hunter. 252, <laughs> one touchdown, two INTs. You know what, Corey, like he was throwing it all over. Corey Davis, 74 yards. Elijah Moore, 53. Uh, Conklin, uh, 52. Garrett Wilson, 41 yards. Like all over the place. You didn't know where this guy was going. So, guys, what, what do you think, man? Uh, is Zach Wilson the deal? Not yet. I, I don't know, but fun fact, and uh, I'm not sure if I'm right because I was just going to try and pull it up, but... Does Zach Wilson have more receiving touchdowns than Allen Robinson this year? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Like, unreal. I, I wouldn't call him the... I don't know. I need, I need to see more from him. I do think the Jets look much... Obviously, their record shows it. They look much better than they have in previous years. Still think they're a ways away from being a legit threat, though. Okay, let, let me rephrase it. Is Zach Wilson their quarterback to be, or... Are they eventually going to have to go, oh, fuck, he's not the actual quarterback. Let's get rid of him, draft another one again. I don't know. Like, I think maybe if they get Stifler on the team, he might, you know, have some interest in Stifler's mom or something like that and maybe play a little bit better. But uh, no, I think I think he does actually have a chance at being the actual legit starter. He has shown a little bit of signs of improvement. He's not, you know, saying what was it he said last year? If you're if your quarterback's not throwing interceptions, he's not doing his job or something like that. I think he said something, something along those something lines. Something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems like he's matured past that now, and he's starting to realize that this is the NFL. You got to play smart. Yes, sir. So if he continues to play smart, I think he's going to be the starter there for a long time. Cool, Melky. Well, he's maturing faster because he's hanging out with nothing but mature women. That's why they, they obviously <laughs> rub it in the the right effect on him and hey Giselle is now available so yes get on that man <laughs> the mill hunter will strike again you know what it's hard to say I, I do need more than just a sample size but he did look good he does the gritty pretty good too and he actually does it better than Jefferson which is crazy with with the pitcher too I love it but he, he looked good like that's a character win you're down and you're in somebody else's house and you are able to take it to the house when it, when the chips are down and win that game, that's a big character win for this team. They're they're, they're kind of loaded. Like at receiver, they've got like three quality receivers. They got a great tight end. That was a great signing on their part. Brees Hall's uh, going to be a beast. All yep. it, I tried to draft him. I wanted him badly. But uh, Kevin grabbed him for out of luck. But yeah, Hall is a great piece, I think. 
They're not going to do anything because it's New York and New York is cursed, but they're going to be fun to watch. I think having the Mill Hunter and the rest of the squad, it's going to be fun in the in the state of what, New Jersey? Ugh, yeah, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, but I think things are coming up uh, New York Jets. You know what, though? Uh, I want to kind of touch base on what you said about Giselle. How much respect would Zach Wilson get from the Jets fans after Tom Brady has destroyed them over and over and over again for Zach Wilson just to throw in a little DM to Giselle and then post it on Twitter and be like, I went for my shot. I think the fans would love it. I think you give him a statue. Yeah, right? I think you have to. I think he already has one coming just because of the ridiculous stories that have come out about him like in the 40, 40 and plus. But guys, also, I forgot to add in that game, Trubinsky got benched for uh, Pickett. Finally. Yeah, it, Pickett should have been the starter from the get-go. So I have a question for the about the Steelers. Can they rate the ship now that Pickett's in, or are they still kind of destined to be a mid-level pedestrian team? Uh, mid-level pedestrian team, because you know what? As a, a new quarterback going into the NFL, you need those early games to, like, build your confidence like NFL is completely different than the NCAA so I think it's still gonna be a mid-level team but he's gonna work into his grooves maybe uh, later in the season another four or five games he might start you might see some uh, progress out of him but nothing huge so still mid-level team Matt I'm gonna agree with you on that I I only see it actually getting worse for them to be honest like what were you doing Pittsburgh you knew Mitchell Trubisky before he even suited up for game one. You knew he wasn't the answer. And you continued to play him all the way through four weeks. You got Deontay like screaming on the sidelines because he's getting so frustrated. Now your team's frustrated. You've got Kenny Pickett who watched for four weeks as this guy who did not deserve the starting job got the starting job over and over and over again, continuously making mistakes. You think that guy's gonna wanna play this year? Not, not as hard as you would have if you gave him the starting job right off the hop. People are already frustrated. They're just going to get more frustrated. And like you said, now Pickett's, he's, he's like gobbling up, gobbling, I guess that's the word. <laughs> he's gobbling up the carries on the goal line from Najee. Like, I think, I think it's only going to get worse. Does, uh, right. does Tomlin finally have a losing season? I damn well hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's in your division. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I'm not saying that I hold grudges, but we won that playoff game. You know the one I'm talking about. Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about that for days, but we'll have like a, a mini TDs uh, say, uh, episode of just like that series, Mary. That 200 yards of penalties in one play. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> let's keep the laughs going and let's talk about the Raiders. Finally on the win board, beating the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Oh, the Denver Broncos. 32 to 23. I'm looking at Carr's numbers and they're pretty sad. Like 188 passing yards, 40 rushing yards. His counterpart, Wilson, actually one of his better games this season. 237 uh, passing yards, two TDs, 29 rushing yards rushing TD, but this was all Jacobs, and I don't know if you guys have Jacobs in any of your leagues, but boy, howdy, what a game. 144 rushing yards, two rushing TDs, 31 receiving yards, 
And on the flip side, Javante Williams tore his ACL and is now out for the season. The boys, are the Broncos in trouble? Uh, yeah. I mean, didn't we say this from the start of the season? The Broncos overpaid for a mediocre quarterback now and it's it with with Javante Williams going down and it's just going downhill for them very very fast their defense isn't looking that great their offense is looking terrible and I mean they're picking up people's backups now to try and fill the gaps it's it's pretty much it's pretty much uh, going downhill I see them being a sub 500 team maybe even lower Maddie. Yeah, I got to agree. It's uh, I mean, when they first signed Wilson, I'm not ashamed to admit I jumped on that train as oh man, the Broncos, they're going to be good this year. And then they lost fireball Tim Patrick. (laughs) And I was instantly like, "Eh, the Broncos aren't going to be that good anymore. And they've just steadily declined since losing Javante was devastating for that it's like a nail in the coffin for them kind of and hasn't melvin gordon fumbled in like every game yeah for his last five games or something like that yeah yeah Yeah. it's just it's not a good situation now does uh now that the raiders finally got off uh, the the losing skid does this perpetuate them to uh winning streak or are they are they still suspect or do you not take anything away from this game I don't think they take much away from this game. I mean, the Raiders just, they don't look, they don't look like they're on cue with each other at all. And it's, it's going to take some more, you know, getting used to it. But again, they're, they're going to be a subpar team. I, I, I think I said it uh, on one of the podcasts. I think it's going to be Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. I think Broncos are going to finish last in this division. So but I just I don't see the Raiders doing much either. They're they're still they're still a work in progress. Matt. Yeah, I agree. It's like everybody got on the hype train when Devonte signed, and I get it. You know, you watched. I mean, we watched what happens when college teammates meet up last year with the Bengals. It's pure magic. But Devonte just spent how long getting thrown the ball from arguably one of the best in the game. Yeah, the liar to Derek Carr, <laughs> who's mediocre at best. Yeah, it, the timing's going to be off. The passes aren't going to be what he's used to. It's not going to be the same. And then, like, I mean, the run game. I mean, no, it's hard to say this right now because I'm a big believer in Josh Jacobs. But there is a point coming up a little later in the show that I'm going to make that, like, it's going to be real good. And you're going to understand because. I think they need to learn a lesson after that game. <laughs> I'm not a believer in Josh Jacobs, so I, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, I mean, same here. I, I, I've been in a seesaw when it comes to uh, Josh Jacobs because he's either really good or he's really bad. There's no happy medium, but you know, I can't wait either. Matt, take us, while we're talking about the Raiders, take us through the AFC uh, West Division and uh, go over the rankings right now. All right, so we're going to start off. I'm going to give like kind of a little bit of a breakdown of what kind of happened in each game as well. So we're going to start off with the Chiefs. Patrick right. Mahomes played his part perfectly. 
He went 23 for 37, 249 yards, and three touchdowns. But that's not it, because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is making me look like an idiot. I passed on him in every draft. And he just went for 94 total yards with a receiving and rushing touchdown. That's unreal for him. The Bucks did struggle to establish the run, but Mike Evans came up huge for fantasy owners, going eight for 103 and two touchdowns. I know, like... The Bucks offense is kind of out of options, so that's why he's getting those targets. That's not going to stay. But, I mean, you got to be happy with Mike Evans right now. Oh, yeah. They ultimately did fall short, giving the Chiefs the 3-1 and record and holding on to that top spot in the division. But my question is, for how long do you think? Because they've still got to deal with Justin Herbert. I, I picked the, the Chargers to win that division. I think with Eckler, the real Eckler standing up last week, along with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen's coming back at some point. So there's another uh, bullet in the chambers. I think the Chargers are coming. They have that big matchup coming at some point. I, I think the Chargers do win, at, especially at home. I think the Chargers can win at home. I mean, Patty Mahomes, is he's the best quarterback in the league. That's the thing. You have the best quarterback with arguably one of the best coaches. So it's going to be tough to slay this dragon, but I think the Chargers can do it, and I'm standing by the Chargers winning that division. Yeah. We're going to make a new segment called I Told You So by Gooby, and I'm going to tell you right now that the Chargers will not be first in that division, and we'll stick with the Chiefs first in that division. When it comes later on down the road, week 17 or whatever it is, I'll bring it up. I told you so. It's week 18, but that's okay. So question I have for you guys now is... uh. Do you think Kansas City got better or worse without Tyreek? I was expecting them to be hot garbage. And <laughs> here they are proving me completely wrong. Here, let, me, let me take this one. And you can go yeah, back. go for it. I didn't expect them to be hot garbage because, again, you have the best quarterback in the league with one of the best NFL minds in the league. You knew he was going to make something out of nothing. Now, I didn't expect Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's Gooby's favorite running back, I didn't expect him to have such a great season. But he's living up to the hype that was two years ago. Juju is not dancing like a fool on the field. They're getting production from other players. I mean, and then you got Travis Kelsey. I can't leave Travis Kelsey. He's the best tight end in the game. But it's a team game. Like, he's got options now. He's spreading the ball. The defenses have to kind of guess. They, You know, you knew what you're getting out of Tyreek. So that's why you could double-team Tyreek if you were fast enough. They're probably a little bit better now that they can spread the ball. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to allude to. The yardage between everybody, Kelsey 92, uh, Valdez Scantley 63, Juju Smith 46, Sky Moore 31, right? Like the, the, these balls are being spread out now. You don't know who it's going to. And like we've all alluded to, Patrick Mahomes is the best in the league right now. And when you have the best in the league and you're spreading the ball out like that, it's no contest. Absolutely. And like he's he's proven me wrong and I eat those words. So Mahomes, Kansas City, from me to you, I apologize for thinking you guys are going to be hot garbage. Don't beat me in the AFC finals when we make it there. Ooh. All right. Now on to the Chargers. So in this one, I only got two words for you. Eckler and Herbert. Enough said. So finally showing up, as you alluded to earlier, Goobs. He popped off for 109 total yards, six catches, which is huge for anybody in a PPR, a receiving and two, two rushing touchdowns. While Herbert turned around and absolutely torched the Texans, 340 yards and two TDs. 
That's insane. You shouldn't be giving up numbers like that in the NFL. What am I watching? A college team? It's ridiculous. Uh, the defense of the Chargers is for sure missing Bosa, though. I don't think the Texans get nearly half the points they did if he is in the lineup. But they are a resilient bunch sitting at two and two. They are now second place in the division. And I think they're still nipping at the heels of the Chiefs. What do you guys think, Goobs? Uh, yeah, like they are nipping at the heels. But like I alluded to, I don't think they have what it takes to take that number one spot from Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Like they're both their defenses. Actually, the Chiefs and the Chargers are relatively very good. And so I can see why people think the Chargers could take it. You know, Herbert putting up numbers like that and Austin Eckler actually doing Austin Eckler things. But at the same time, man, it's hard to dethrone the king of the uh, NFL right now. That $500 million deal. You, yeah, you, you can't, you can't, you can't beat that. I'm, I'm sorry. You just can't. I'll Wrong. Chargers are coming. They're coming. They're coming like a lightning bolt, man. They're going to hit hard. This is the type of game you need to get started. Herbert, man, I, I said he was going to be runner-up or in the conversation for MVP. He's coming, man, and he's got weapons coming too, so watch out for it, the Chargers. I absolutely agree with Melk on this one. I think that they are going to come screaming for that top spot in the division. Now I've got a bit of a rundown, and I think you guys might like this one because I've listened a little bit, and you seem to like uh, like some some Broncos talk over here. <laughs> so that's all right. I gotta say about this one is, <laughs> let's ride all the way to the basement. <laughs> I love it. The Broncos lost the running back Javante Williams for the season. You're already not a good offense. What are you gonna do with arguably the best piece of that offense? And they also seem to be unable to stop the Raiders' ground game. Wilson did look better, like Melk said earlier, but he still seems to be struggling to find the consistency. So tell me, do you guys think that this is just growing pains, or is this the end for Russell Wilson? It's the end. I, 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 there's, there's nothing else to be said. It's the end. Melk? <laughs> I mean, what's your definition of the end? Like, is he just going to be flaming garbage for the rest of his career? Or I think let's go with um, is it the end of him being a good quarterback? Because they paid him too much for him to just like ride off into the sunset. I think it's the end of him being a great quarterback. He can still be a viable quarterback. Yeah, they lost their big chip, their big bullet in Javante. This just means that Wilson's got to have to throw it more. Going to have to throw it to Sutton, Judy, that tight end who's got a long ass name that I can't pronounce and I'm not going to attempt to. I mean, you got slippery hands, Melvin Gordon. Um, we got Murray. It's still like an offense that can be viable, but I can't see them doing anything else this season. And to top it off, their coach is a moron. I think that's where it's the head of the snake. That's where it starts. And he sucks. His time management is garbage. He just looks like a deer in the headlights. They're not going anywhere with this guy at the helm. I think this is this season's over for them. I can't see them bouncing back with so much turmoil and confusion over there. So sorry, Bronco fans, you ain't riding anywhere this season. I, I kind of want to quickly piggyback off Melk. Melk said uh, Russell is not going to be a great quarterback, but he's still going to be a viable quarterback. Yeah, if he's throwing to uh, Tyler Tanowski and P.S., that is a CFL player on the Ticats where Russell Wilson should be going is to the CFL. 
I will agree. Now, hot question for you guys, though. So now we know, you know, Javante's gone. We know they signed Latavius. And we know Melvin Gordon's got some fumble issues. Do you guys think that Latavius Murray can come in and take the starting job? He's taking yes. the starting job. Yeah. He looked good in London uh, last weekend. Actually, he had some pretty, he had a lot of touches. He, he, he's always been a rock. It's just he, unfortunately, every time he's the guy, someone else takes his place. It's just ha- yeah. what happens. Now he has an opportunity to take someone else's spot. I think he's going to relish it. He's a big guy. He can go through pretty much anyone in the league. I mean, he's an older guy. So I think, yeah, Gordon is probably on a very short leash and he's coming. Yes, sir. And now I'm going to move on to the counterpart in that game, the Raiders. And all I got to say is unlike Gino, Josh Jacobs did write back to all the haters (laughs) with a big FU and going off for 175 total yards, five receptions, 28 carries did he out carry everybody this week i think i don't i don't know for sure but i think he's the top carry this week pretty biggest numbers for any running back this week. and two rushing touchdowns in there a career game for him and i'm so happy for him because he entered in the year so many people talking about how he was going to lose the job i don't know who he was going to lose the job to but there was a lot of rumors he was going to lose the job denver seemed just to not able to stop him and they finally posted their first win of the season. So is this them correcting the ship or is this just kind of a fantasy smoke and mirrors kind of deal? Uh, kind of what we alluded to earlier. I think it's just a one off. They're not going to be the greatest team. They're, they're going to be third in that division. So I think it's just a one off. They're going to be subpar this year. It's a tease because they're playing the Chiefs this week and they're going to get stomped. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be a seesaw season for them they're gonna have their ups and they're gonna have their lows running game is encouraging but is he gonna do that every week probably not so i think it's just a big tease for raider fans <laughs> all right well matt you have a segment for us yeah uh, i did prepare something uh right. if you guys would like to hear it i would awesome so draft day always gets a little dicey for me i don't know about you guys but like uh, like a lot of you i often ignore defenses in the draft and i get it the big fish in the major market can win you a championship but i always believe that there's more value when buffalo and sam fran are being drafted so i'd never take them and then I leave myself in the slums every year where I have to go in and I have to stream a defense every week. So I've devised this little system and I'm going to share it with you guys. So I usually go into every week with three options for a streaming defense. I'm going to share this week's with you and call me crazy. But my third option this week, and you are going to call me crazy, trust me, is I do believe the Jets are primed to have a good showing against a Miami offense that is a little banged up to say politely they're only rostered in two percent rightfully so of yahoo leagues so they're very achievable if you're desperate this is not one that i'm recommending you go and get now if you're absolutely desperate go get them my second option is going up against a new england defense new england offense that is already terrible and now they're are they starting the third string quarterback the guy who comes up the guy that looks like uh, Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, so like, 
Come on, you'd be crazy not to entertain grabbing the Lions defense here. Again, they're only rostered in 2% of leagues, and that is also rightfully so, but in this game, I think you've got to take a chance on them. My top defensive stream of the week is actually rostered in 61% of Yahoo leagues, so they are still available, but they are going to be a little tougher to get. I would, I would result to Detroit if I couldn't get them. But I am talking, of course, about the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are primed to pop off against a very bad, awful, no good Houston offense that it's just not going to be a good time for them. It's just not going to be a good time for them. And if you have a chance to get them, jump all over them, because I think they are going to be a, a weak winner this week. Yeah, Allen already picked them up, so I'm, I'm fearing that <laughs> this week he's got the Jags defense, and yeah, Houston is shit, so fuck. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to actually go with your third option. I think the Jets are primed to do something against Teddy Tapwater. Uh, <laughs> we all know what Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater can do, and it's a lot of interceptions. Mm -hmm. So... I think I think that is a viable option for you. Um, now, Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah, if you can grab them, pick them up. The Jets are primed to do something nice this week, and, and it sucks that we're kind of going after a team that just lost to a to a horrific injury. But I, I think the Jets are primed for a good a good week. You know, I I like the Lions pick. Uh, that's that's very intriguing. Now, yes, they're on the road, but New England's offense is flaming garbage, swimming in a pool of piss. That might be very intriguing. The Lions are a good team. I know their record doesn't indicate it, but they're a pretty good team and an entertaining team to vote. Yeah, I do enjoy watching Jared Goff play this year. It's been it's been a treat and a forty. What was it? Forty eight, forty five game. Is this college football? <laughs> Big game between two teams that weren't supposed to win much. All right. What do you think? I, Sorry, what do you think, Matt? Where, where would, since uh, your streaming defenses, where are you in? I mean, this, uh, this week for me, I was very fortunate enough. I'm rolling with, hold on, let me pull it up here. I'm able to roll with the Kansas City defense because I did actually not ignore them the entire draft this year. Thank you, <laughs> auto draft. <laughs> uh, so and trust me actually in our league everyone pretty much auto drafts except for the four people who know what they're doing yeah i uh so i'm not in a position where i'm panicking about a defense but if i was panicking about a defense this this week i actually do think i would be going after the lions i think the jags are the safer bet but best bang for your buck i think the detroit lions are going to have a good game today this week sometimes you gotta gamble and gamble responsibly. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, guys, it is time for Gooby's favorite noises he makes on the toilet with his ass. We're going boom or bust. Now, Matt, since you're the guest of honor, why don't you take us away and start us off? So you're going to notice a uh, kind of a trend this week for me. Um, and I'm not necessarily going to shock anybody by this one, but I'm calling Christian Kirk as a boom this week. He's been strong all season, right? Last week, Lawrence looked terrible. Five turnovers. You cannot do anything when your quarterback is playing like that. In Lawrence, in Lawrence's defense, the weather was absolutely garbage. But 
coming into this week, the Texans are giving up 240 yards in the air average per game. That's according to TeamRankings.com. And they just got burned for 340 yards by a far from 100% Justin Herbert. So not saying Lawrence is at Herbert's level, but he's competent and he's shown that competency throughout the season. So I think Kirk is going to bounce back with his quarterback and he goes for well over 100 yards. And I think he delivers at least one touchdown. I like it. I, I like that. I mean, we all know Kirk's been doing well, so I think he can keep the ball rolling. I know he didn't do very well last week, but I think I think uh, all in all, that's a good that's a good boom for me. It's a great uh, pick, Matt. He's a boom for me. It's a great game for him to bounce back. Him, Lawrence, the entire Jaguars team, Houston. I feel sorry for you. In Houston, we do have a problem. You're getting stomped by that tandem. I do got to say, though, I do feel kind of bad because like when he first signed that deal with the Jags, I talked a lot of trash. Oh, so we 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 set it up to this week. It's the worst contract from a wide receiver. Still doesn't matter. Like he's earned it for the most part, but it's still a shitty contract. And it is only week five. He could he could start just being absolutely garbage the rest of the season which i hope he's not please don't be you are like my wide receiver too i think right now <laughs> so please don't be exactly i need him too so don't don't put that bad juju out there too <laughs> i hope you guys are terrible <laughs> fuck you <laughs> all right goobs uh, who you got this week all right we kind of touched based on uh, a few of these players that I've, i'm going to talk about in this uh boomer bus and i'm going to go with melvin gordon melvin gordon is now stepping in for the injured javante williams in denver going up against an indie defense that has been given up about 20 points a game i see melvin gordon as a bust biggest reason why he's not healthy Gordon has been dealing with neck pain for, uh, I think, two weeks now. And you know what? We all know Gordon is not one to stay healthy. You might be getting a few yards out of him, but look for Denver to be splitting the carries between him and was this Bowen or uh, Bowie or whatever? Yeah, I can't pronounce it properly. And also, like we alluded to, they picked up Latavius Murray, who stepped in to help the Saints last week, putting up 11 carries for 57 yards and one touchdown. You might be starting to see a battle for that number one spot in Denver. Guys, Melvin Gordon, bust. What do we think? Melky. I agree. And and Melvin, we trust until he fumbles. He's got slippery fingers, slippery hands, so I, I can't trust him. He, he, you know what? He's going to tease you and have ball for like maybe three fourths of the, the game. And then the real Melvin shows up. So, yeah, he's a bust in my eyes, too. That that dude needs to stay away from Little Caesar's crazy bread because he's got butters all over his fingers. Oh, yeah. There is a absolute reason that I asked you guys the question of, do you think that Latavius Murray takes over the starting job? Because I don't think it's going to take him very long. I yeah. think Melvin Gordon's going to drop the ball in this game, and that's the last we're going to see him. He's going to be riding pine the rest of the way. All until right. Murray starts dropping the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see that third string come in. <laughs> All right, Melky, take it away. Well, we were, we've were we been dropping a lot of names uh, this episode and dropped one not too long ago, and it's quarterback of the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff. Oh, he's a boom this week, guys. Look what he did last week. 378 passing yards, four passing TDs. He went 26 for 39, guys, and two two-point two conversions. Lions are no joke. 
and neither is Jared Goff this season. Finally has an abundance of weapons, and they're playing a lonely New England defense this week that's given up eight passing TDs already, and they rank 23rd. I think Jared Goff is enjoying having Amon St. Brown, uh, Hawkins, the healthy Hawkinson, Jamal Williams, and just all the other guys that are playing well uh, this season. So I think he's going to have another big game. Probably not as big as this week, because you still have to respect New England with Belichick at the home, but I think he's going to do just fine, and he's a boom in my eyes. I, I agree. You know, Jared Goff, I, I mean, at this point, the uh, the Rams are like, what what do we do? <laughs> what what did we do? Uh, yeah, but yeah, Jared Goff, big boom. You know what? I I agree a hundred percent. He's a massive boom. I think he's been one of the best surprises of the year. And I I, I gotta say, man, I feel bad for the Lions. They've been in every single game, and they're still sitting at one and three. These these poor guys can't buy a win no matter how well they play, but I, I respect golf and I think he's going to, oh, he's going to be an amazing quarterback option this week. They're yeah. almost there. They're, they're almost there. It's a young team that just needs to learn how to win. And this is great. This is great for growing pains. I mean, it's unfortunate they're going to lose their share, but I think they could win this one. Definitely. And I mean, like you were alluding to Matt, picking up Detroit's defense. It's going to be a good game for them this week. Defensively, offensively, I mean, they're looking pretty good. Oh, Gooby, time to close it off as always. And what do we got going? We got ourselves our Tooney bets. I'm 2-0. You're not 2-0. You lost <laughs> week one and two. I know, I know. But guess what? <laughs> It's Toonie Bats, everybody knows. We put our Toonies down, $2, and uh, we pick a team that we think is going to win. I'm going to kick it off, and I'm going to stick with the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And we're going to beat Miami. It's 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 shitty that they're going to be beaten on a team that lost to it, but... They're going to beat Miami, man. The MILF Hunter's going to get it done. Some MILF. What the hell is that? M-I-L-F. Mom, I'd like to fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're wrong. Uh, oh, MILF? Okay. Wrong. I hope this bites you in the ass. Yo, I'm telling you, we're going to make a I told you so segment. And every time you say I'm wrong, I'm with I told you so. It's going to be the same type of bite the way uh, the MILF Hunter gets into his MILFs, all right? Like, <laughs> tr- trust me. Trust me. You know what? The Dolphins are at home. I think the Jets, they're riding at a high right now, but it's about to it's about to be over with. I think the Dolphins come together and that defense actually wins in the game. It's going to be a close affair, but I like the Dolphins. Okay, okay. Well, what else do you like, Malk? What do you got for your Tooney bet? Sticking with the Lions, because they seem to be a fan favorite of the three of us uh, this episode. And they're going to beat the Pats on the road. Detroit is gaining confidence, guys, each week. And despite all the losing, something is going to come out of it. I think it's going to be a big win, a big character win. And New England just looks like they're falling apart at the seams. So for that to continue and Detroit gets back on in their winning ways. I just can't wait to see the celebration when they win again. Because <laughs> like they go they go ballistic when they win. I love That's it. Right. I absolutely love it. I love the pick, too. I think, like you said, fan favorite for all of us. I think for sure. I think it's almost a shoe in. 
I'm, I I kind of agree with you, but I mean, like, it's like the Olympics, man. They win every once every four years. <laughs> oh, that's such a dig. <laughs> All right, Mac, take us away with your toonie bat. What do you got? I am coming in at a whopping undefeated because I haven't taken place yet. <laughs> so I'm looking at the Rams for this one. I'm not without fear, especially after what happened last week. But I do think Stafford and Cup are going to go off in this one against the Cowboys. Sorry, guys. I know there's at least one Cowboys fan here. But Cooper Rush cannot be undefeated forever. I think the Rams take this one. You've made a powerful enemy today, my friend. (laughs) Not a chance. Trayvon Diggs, two picks, one pick six. Cooper Cup got nothing on Diggs. Micah Parsons probably takes out Stafford. He gets carted off too, or just quits. No, I like. Just, I like the, no, I do. I kind of like that take. I, I don't like the fact that someone's getting injured. I like that take though. As long as Cooper Cup's production stays untouched, I need him. Well, he's the only one that gets the ball because uh, Stafford hates everyone else on that team. So. I don't know. Um, Higgins has been doing all right. What, what's that? Higgins has been no, not Higgins. Uh, what's what's their tight ends? I just picked. Oh, Higby. Higby. There we go. Yeah, he he's done well. So isn't he like the tight end like eight or something like that this year? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, I'm not saying he's great, but he's done well. But I mean, you're you're going up against two biased opinions and two Dallas fans over here, so we're not gonna agree with you. And that's the, oh. that. That's that. I'll shoot you one more point, and I know you're going to disagree with it anyways. But but you're going to agree with at least half of it. Ramsey got embarrassed last week. Yeah. Like, embarrassed. He's he's slowly starting to be exposed as very overrated, like I thought he was since he got drafted. But I don't disrespect the talent. I know there's talent there. I know he's got the, one of the biggest work ethics, hardest work ethics in the NFL, and I don't think he's going to get embarrassed twice. So I think that's going to be the driving force, is if he actually shows up, that's what makes the difference. All right. Yeah, All right. I, I, can't, I can't disagree with that. He, he's still a top five corner, even though he is overrated. I just, I just think LA does not look the same. I think it's a Super Bowl hangover. I think they miss Von Miller for one. Losing Von Miller is huge. I think losing Odell, we we shit on Odell all the time, but not having Odell, not having that second receiver who's got speed. Like Robinson's not a speed receiver. Odell is. So missing out on that is killing them too. They, they just don't look the same. Maybe this is the game where it all comes together and they finally say, fuck it, we need to start winning and having the NFL on notice that we are the champs for a reason. So you could be right. I hope you're wrong. And let's go Cowboys because what a rush is about to occur. Five and zero, oh. but I, I do like that Stafford does really well because I have him on my team, and I do not like that Ramsey does well because I got CD Lamb on my team. So you can't have it all, Gooby. I can. <laughs> I can have. I can eat my cake and have it too, or whatever the saying is. I mean, I'll take it all. Fair enough. I mean, I think you had your share of cake anyways. Yes, sir. <laughs> I have cake this weekend, actually. Doobie <laughs> paid off his car, so I'm having cake. All right. Mm. You have it, folks. Doobie's having cake. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm. Now, guys, the invisible whistle has just sounded off. It's a wrap, gents. Another great episode in the books. Maddie, Matt Miller, 
I want to thank you for joining us on this dysfunctional ride. Popped your pod cherry. Why don't you tell the folks where they can find you, how you enjoyed yourself on this episode. Just give us something. Give us something. I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me. This was something I was a little nervous about leading up to about, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes before you called me. (laughs) And I was like walking around and I was like, oh man, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I had an absolute blast. And then I just realized it's just, we're talking about football. What's uh, there's, you can't have a bad time talking about football. If you are looking for me anywhere, I am on Instagram at Millsy on the radio. And I can't even remember my Twitter handle right now. So give me a second. (laughs) I am. Once I figure out how to work this app. I am on Instagram, Millsy, Matt Millsy 04 on Instagram or on Twitter. Sorry. That's Millsy on the radio on Instagram and Matt Millsy 04 on Twitter. Go find me there because those are the only two that I'm on and the only two places you're going to hear from me. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to hear from you. I know in the future because you got big things coming your way, buddy. And I don't just mean that because you and our buds. Trust me, this man is multi-talented. He knows his stuff. He's a big in the music scene. Look out for Matt Miller coming very soon. Good. Yeah, hopefully we can work out a more uh, a, a music show. Yeah, and get on the network with you guys soon. That'd be great. Can't look. Can't wait for it. Now, Goobs, the man with the dusty Cheeto fingers. Anything else you want to add? Your goodbyes. What do you got for us? Uh, no, man, not not a whole lot. I mean, I just want to thank the podcast. I want to thank, you know, not after 30, Anthony, for letting us talk our dysfunctional football talk. And, you know, I mean, like Matt alluded to, man, it's just a bunch of guys talking football. It's it's easy. As, as long as you know what you're talking about, you can have a great time. So I, I appreciate all this matt thank you for coming on i had a blast with you i hope to see you doing your uh podcasting uh with your own show hopefully i hope to have you back on as soon as possible anytime Uh, yeah man this was this was great melky couldn't have been said any better goobs and i just got one more question for you guys what is salt life brady apparently is living the salt life so if you guys know or if you people know message gooby at his instagram uh i can't remember it right now but it seems like something he would live what so that's why you gotta message him but other than that thank you na30 thank you matt thank you goobs thank you all for listening and taking the time to hear us talk about all another fun stuff and to end it all off salt life matters yeah hope you get last back question to, uh, Last question, but also, what's a pub sub? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's what we could call my next uh, defense. It'll call it the pub substitute pub defense sub. or something. <laughs>